You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Pacers podcast. My name is Adam Friedman. As always, I'm a staff writer, IndyCornRose.com. And join me for our weekly show tradition is Mr. Tony East, the man with too many titles. Tony, I don't know how to start this show. What do you want to talk about? I got it. I have a lead. I'm glad you didn't have one. Adam, I, it's Monday, so it was Bachelor night for me, and the Pacers game was more dramatic than the Bachelor. Oh, uh, I do want to say fighting. On yesterday's show, I did throw a shot at you for not being able to do the Monday show because we're not asking the party. I did, I did say that on the show. Um, I would like to clarify that I, I'm not dragged to the Oscar party. That's the wrong word. I'm looking at the person who I went with. Um, <laughs> I went with my girlfriend to an Oscar party that her friends were throwing. I saw one movie last year. It was Incredibles 2. I saw it three times. It was great. It's a great uh, movie. I've seen it twice. It's a great movie. The, the movie that won Best Film, I've never even heard of. I have because I just, no. I will. I when I when I want to get out of like the world of sports and politics, I kind of do some listen to like some of the pop culture podcasts, like the watch stuff like that. So uh-huh. I have heard of it. My dad liked the movie a lot. I don't know what, what that says. He's not a great Oscar critic. He's never. <laughs> I never saw it, but uh, yeah, that, that's my take about the Oscars, I guess. Yeah, I don't really care for movies or the Oscars. It was I, a really fun party. <laughs> I will say, I did watch the favorite. Like I found it on some random streaming site and watched it because I was just like, I don't know. I think there was one night I just wanted to like watch an Oscar movie and that movie had, had interest me from the trailer. I'd saw it somewhere. So that's about the only one I've watched. that was a really Oscar favorite. The only, uh, the only connection I have to any movie is Victor Oladipo's Black Panther costume. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, this game, this Pistons game that just happened. I mean, if we had recorded right after, I think our reactions would be a little different because the fourth quarter was heated, but you know, it's, it, it'll you'll look back and and think that it was like a ref thing because those are the highlights of what happened. But they just they got the Pistons shot really well from three, and they were down. The Pacers were down seventeen in the first quarter. There's your game right there. Yeah, and you're referring to the Thad. Well, Lakers. no, the 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 Blake Blake shoving Boyan down, and somehow Boyan gets a tech, the double tech there. Um, that I that was a horrible call. I'm mad about that one. And then the jump ball. Um, when when Zaza kind of nicked Domas into Blake, that should have been a jump ball. They called a foul. That one was pretty rough too. But like Thad, Thad's cheap shot was lame. And other than that, it was just a really chippy game that the refs had no control over. And right, but Thad doesn't get suspended for that. That wasn't like no, that. no, no, no. He only got a flagrant one. He won't get suspended. Okay. I, I mean, I just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to. It was, uh, it was not cool though. <laughs> no, it was what it was. Um, but yes. The stats you roll off the first. Now I can't remember them, but they sounded like they made sense. Yeah, yes. down to, the, the the Pistons hit so many contested threes. They shot eighteen. They make about twelve a game. They made eighteen in this game out of their forty-one. Uh, I'm convinced. What? That's the game right there. They gave That's up forty. Exactly. Yeah, they gave up forty-one attempts. That's also the game. Uh, Blake hit five of ten. Wayne Ellington at four of ten. Uh, and five of eight from Luke Kennard. Uh, you know that's that's your game. Those guys just get hot and. Um, you know, I, I tweeted this during the game. J.R. Smith disease for Wayne Ellington, who's way better with a hand in his face than when he's wide open. It's like the craziest thing ever, but it's what happens in the Pistons one. Yeah, the Pacers. So there's been a theme. I, I think it's been a whole season theme where they start. Yeah. Slow the time, Nate, Nate doesn't agree with you. And, and actually, we looked at some stats and they were like basically minus one in the first quarter, essentially. Um, but it seemed like they always start slow. So it didn't seem like a problem ever for them. I think the problem, like we said before the show, you're telling me is Oladipo's not there. That's that's the problem. Yeah. 
yeah, they can't. It's it's harder to overcome. Like they're still good at it. They're clearly doing it. They just did it against the Pelicans. So, so the the harder part is they can overcome it, but then it's being able to continue. Like yes. so, now you tie back at seventy five. Now you got to continue playing that way. And when you don't have your top player to kind of take you from the seventy five, which where they were tied at, to the hundred hundred all, you're kind of get screwed. This is the Mark Monty theorem podcast now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, what is this theorem? I've never heard this. Mark Monty's theorem is that being down early in a game is is better than being up really early in a game by a decent amount. Because you get complacent and you don't, you are more hesitant to make adjustments. Meanwhile, the other team, you know, now has a fight in them and they make more adjustments and they are more likely to win. And and to be fair, since I've learned about the Mark Monte theorem, I actually it has some validity. Like it, it seems to work with this Pacers team. But I mean, in a game like tonight, sometimes the hole becomes too big to overcome, and that's when it becomes a problem. I mean, I think that's a pretty good theorem. And a lot of it I happened mean, in the Pelicans game. Well, no, you can cross across sports in the playoffs. That happens. I feel like you're always feel like you're more comfortable being the team coming behind. Yeah. You know, if you're down, I'm thinking of football, you know, Pacers down 28 3 kind of thing, or the Pacers when they're up 26 against the Cavs two years ago. Like, you're just, it does feel like you're better off being the team you coming back. I feel like back. you have control when you're coming back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're. Sometimes you can just knock a team out. Like I think in the playoffs first game last year against the Cavs, the Pacers just came out and knocked them in the mouth kind of yeah. thing. But like, it feels like an important game. If you've got a good team and you're only down, you can hang within like 10 or 20 or 15 or 20. You feel comfortable coming back. Like that's the thing with the Colts. Like we're Andrew Luck within two touchdowns. You feel comfortable. They can maybe make a last minute run kind of at the same kind of idea. So yeah, that makes sense that, to me. And that's, and the, that's what I meant because like you said, about knocking on the mouth, like the Pelicans game wanted to get to like 12, I think. Yeah, and they got it was like 13 at halftime after Matthew hit the three. You know, 17 in the first quarter tonight, and it ended at 16 uh, at the break of the quarter. Like that's a little too much, and it shows because they lost by four. So I I will say though, in the NBA, on regular season wise, at least you can hit a team really hard in the first quarter and have to knock them out. I mean, that's a common, you know, especially I mean, especially when it's three and four nights, the Pacers playing the night. So it's this. I forgot about that. Yeah, where you're tired and whatever it is, and you just you get kind of beat early it sometimes you just decide not to come back because you're like it's not worth your effort or you know guys are tired or whatever well they're fouling so much because they had slower legs yeah i mean <laughs> 23 fouls for the pacers it's weird because they play three and four nights kind of twice because they play three nights now and they play um wednesday and thursday right so they yep. end up playing two sides of th- they end up playing five and seven nights right that's, five and seven. that's crazy no it's gotta be five and eight right five and eight no no you're right five and seven wow It'll be five games and they have two days yeah five and seven that's crazy that's a tough yeah, it's a tough week. Yeah, the, I would not be shocked if they lost to Dallas, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, you know that 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 was the game, the first quarter of the game, and like you have gripes because the 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 technical on the jump because Nate got a tech arguing over the jump ball. Uh, it was tied. It was seventy five to seventy five. So like you can say because the Pistons went on nine zero run right after that. So yeah, I I I can hear you that the refs influenced that moment and possibly swung the game back to Detroit. But if you're not down seventeen in the first, it doesn't matter. You're winning at that point. So. Yeah, um, I also say probably the the real reason they probably lost this game and is was Turner injury and him not clearly looking hundred percent. I mean, he's not like hundred percent. The side of this game, not, you know, other things factor in a tiny bit, but that's probably the biggest factor in their loss. Yeah, he struggled. Drummond eats his lunch like every well, time these guys play, but it didn't well, matter. A lessened Turner is going to even more so have that happen. The last time they played them when they beat him by uh, like thirty, he was eight of eleven for seventeen points. So maybe that's. Yeah sign when he doesn't get his lunch eaten by Drummond. He actually, actually yeah. Went, that, you yeah, know, because last year it happened every game and they only won once. Right, they lost three or four of them last year. Yep, and Lance is the only reason they won one. Yeah, and 
the thing about Detroit too is you don't usually you don't expect to beat a team four times in a season. I mean, even they don't beat the Cavs four times in a season this year. The Cavs, right. are, Cavs are garbage. Um, yeah, division so, games on the road are hard games. Yeah, it's just hard to. So they play them two more times, both in April. Yeah, so we'll see if they go three and one. That'll be kind of the key. But like them losing once in Detroit, I feel like it's an annual tradition. You lose one time. <laughs> Every every season. I mean, it's it'll be interesting because there's a chance this is the three six matchup. The Pistons and the Nets have the same number of losses. I mean, so that's... those two games in early April could be like huge. All right, we were debating who's the biggest downer on this podcast. Do I have to say the? the <laughs> there's no way the Pacers are getting the three. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this has the been Celtics just lost to the Bulls and the Sixers just lost to the Ma- or the someone bad this week. I mean, I, I understand, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to beat a dead horse because it's been said millions of times but they have a tough march schedule tony did you know that i did a show last week disputing that point oh well i mean i think and no 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 wait, and not disputing that's dispute the wrong that word. hold on how do you dispute I, that? I said i i was about to change my phrasing dispute is the wrong word i i went through game by game and said it's not like that hard what do you mean they play a west coast road trip against oakland so this is this is a seven game eight game stretch let me give you this Hold i'm on. aware i've read through the whole thing. milwaukee philly oklahoma city denver portland clippers golden state denver oklahoma city boston that is like nine games out of ten against all teams that are in the playoffs currently you're so, home for like half of those you're home for three of those three of them sorry three of them yeah. three of them and you're better than the clippers and you're better than the Clippers, and you've shown you can beat two or three of those teams before. I don't think it's okay. hard. It's not like impossible. Hold on. You're playing the Clippers on the second night of a back-to-back on a West Coast road trip. So that's not <laughs> 10.30 p.m. both games. That is the most ridiculous back-to-back ever. So, so you're definitely not winning that game. Then you're going against the number one team in the West, the number two team in the West, and the number three team in the West, right? Is that what we're number three right now? Uh, Yes. And you play. Oh, yes. And you're playing Oklahoma City twice, Denver twice, and Golden State. And then you're playing Boston in the whole thing. I, I don't know what you mean by not brutal. And their then they next play. four, their next four is Mavs, Wolves, Magic, Bulls. And then no, after I, Bucks, Sixers, there's a Knicks game. And then they have some pretty easy home games. And then Magic, Pistons, Pistons, Hawks, Nets. All okay. in there. Like, that's all not right. that bad. That's not that bad. Hold on. Look at from March seventh. Parts. Okay, you can't say all of March. If you're gonna, sh- I understand this. The span from the fourteenth through the twenty ninth. Seventh to 29th. Seventh. Besides the Knicks, name me one game they're guaranteed to win. Give me gar- one. Like, they're not guaranteed to win any games. Okay, that you would bet if you how much money you it's a lot of money to you like a thousand dollars that you would bet how about this you would bet your monthly locked on picture they win that game what's one game besides the next well, how much do you we do not make close to that much money doing this I know, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, giving a number if you had <laughs> what just happened if you had to bet your locked on pacers monthly paycheck <laughs> bro, on one of these games from March seventh to twenty ninth it's not the next games which one you better betting on them winning uh Nuggets at home easily see and that's is that a safe bet? Because are the Nuggets like I don't know the record currently, but they're somewhere in the forties, right? The Pacers have forty wins. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they're forty one. Maybe the Thunder. The Nuggets are forty one. No, actually, games. actually, Clippers. Oh man, the Clippers are back to back. See, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's hard. That is a hard. That is a hard. That is a hard fifteen days. Not the like. Month. There's a real chance they end up. What is that? Like a thirteen game stretch? I can't quite. That's a hard fifteen days. There's not thirteen games in fifteen days. Okay, a twelve game stretch or eleven games. There's a chance they go two and like nine over that stretch. I mean, there's I a very good chance. It's 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 rocky, but I don't think it's as hard as we've we've blown it up to be. 
It's it's it's. it's pretty There's crazy. only one game in there that I will say yes, they lose. That is at Golden State. All the rest, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. But like, it's hard. It's it's not it's like hard. it's not like walking into. Let's see. Let's look at the last five games. Oh, walking into. Walk- did you know it's easier than the Sixers schedule? Their okay. schedule is insane. But the problem is, is they don't need to and pass. The Celtics just can't want to kill each other. That now that's fair. I I <laughs> I the Celtics. That's what made me better off being the fourth seed, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I'd rather play the Celtics than the Nets or Pistons. That was a joke, but yeah, that was a, but we'll see what happens. We get that. The thing is, is you only you only get beat past by one of those teams, and it feels like one of those teams will get past you. That's the only reason. And you know, it's the Sixers if you're picking one of those teams. Yeah, even they have. Even, what's the Sixers schedule like? I haven't quite looked at it. I know it's. it's I know, hard, I've, I've also heard it's tough. These are all rumors I've heard. <laughs> I wrote a. I have, I have a piece that I have written corners just sitting in like a draft where I said, "Did you know they have a tough schedule in March?" And I wrote, "Did you? Did you?" And hyperlinked every time I see a tweet that says, "All right, the, the, the twenty-eight. They have, they got Thunder, Warriors, Rockets, Pacers, Bucks, Kings, Celtics, uh, Bucks again, all on their schedule. So they also have pretty hard. Yeah, they also play Sacramento, Chicago, Orlando. <laughs> Sacramento is good." Back <laughs> Charlotte, Atlanta, Orlando, Minnesota, you, Brooklyn. You're gonna make Dallas. the playoffs in the Western Conference. Yeah, but a good, but like the Pacers beat Charlotte or beat Sacramento. They, they did. They, they also lost to Sacramento. They Sacramento at home. What? So what? They play them in Sacramento, don't they? No, oh, no, that's wrong. Excuse me, that was incorrect. <laughs> what was our original point here? I'm, I, I can't got, read. What was our original? What was my original point here? We were going, uh, that that uh, you said brutal. Their schedule was brutal. No, what was it before that? Uh, that they're not going to keep the three seed because their schedule. Oh, was yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I, I was I was saying that this this could be a playoff preview, and you uh, polite so politely declined to agree with me. <laughs> Such a passive aggressive podcast. <laughs> we're doing a great job. You just spilled the the inc- you incorrectly spilled the beans about our paychecks. I don't know. I'm angry. Oh, it's okay. People know we do. We do. We do this for the fans, not not not, not for the money, Tony. We do. We it's do. A, tr- a true statement. To really, is. no. <laughs> that I mean, that's why we're podcasting for you guys. There. <laughs> um, let's, we're let's re-record this. <laughs> doing this. This is fine. This is fine. We're uh, let's let's backtrack to the games of the week. Let's the get back, <laughs> back on track and to talk about West Matthews since you, I know, spent forever talking about him. A couple well, not, yeah, none for time because. He just locked down Bradley Beal for that first half. And I was just so zoned in about how he played, you know, he, the six threes the night before. Like he had two fantastic performances in a row. And I just zeroed in that he can be such a specialist. You know, he's such a rare breed of guy on this team who actually takes a ton of threes. Like they don't, they don't have a guy whose shot profile reflects that. Tonight he took seven against the Pistons. You didn't even know, like I barely even noticed. And it's just his thing is chucking a lot of threes, and they needed a guy like that, and he's done a good job hitting them, and his defense has been good, and I've enjoyed watching him play. Yeah, what's crazy to me is I always thought, maybe because he just went to Dallas and they weren't good, I always thought Wes Matthews, since his, uh, what was he, Torres Achilles, had, like, faded into oblivion. Not that he'd been, like, terrible, but just kind of been, which I guess he hasn't been great. He's been, like, what, 38, 36, 40, and 38 kind of a career shooting percentage before he was, like, 45 and 38. So, but I always thought he kind of faded as, like, he's no longer really a valuable player, but he's... Watching him now for what, five games, I mean, he definitely has value. I don't know if he's quite a starting shooting guard on a playoff team, but he's definitely like could be a really good guy as your sixth man. Like he just, I didn't realize how much value he had. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he's helping a lot. Does this make you walk back your? Uh... I didn't sign him because it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but, but 
But if they resign him, walk it back right. <laughs> no, because they didn't need to sign him. I mean, that's I why. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Um, keep going. No, I was going to ask you, how much does he cost in free agency? I'm just curious. Uh, they're not going to keep him. Just tell me the number. You're good at those stuff. <laughs> um, what do I think he gets, or what will he actually get? What do you think he gets? I bet his deal's like three for twenty. Three for like twenty million total. Yes. Why wouldn't the Pacers bring him back on that? Just curious. Uh, because I mean, maybe eventually. But I think they have bigger fish to fry before oh. they. So what kind of they don't have any rights to him because either they no they have non bird but it's useless to them basically yeah well unless he's taking like three mil a year so like I, no I mean he could be the room exception guy right theoretically but that's still a little yeah gonna, I'm trying I mean I'm, I'm trying to think how he fits in if they make a move for somebody like does he make sense if they as kind of the fifth guard right I guess that he would be if you have like Ko, Kojo him so they bring in a guard Holiday. In old equal, that makes five cards, right? Yeah. Does he make? I mean, I feel like three for twenty would be a good deal from off your bench. He's a clearly is still a valuable player because he's getting kind of old. So I don't know how that translates into his 33, 34 year old season, but he clearly like does kind of fit with this team too. Like he doesn't seem to like look out of place when he plays, at least. No, I, I I'm shocked how well he's fit in. It feels like it feels like the two man game he's got with some guys already is pretty strong. I mean, it, it. I guess I gotta go back to one. He's played on Rick Millen in Portland, correct? Yep, yep. And I think being coached Rick Carlisle is just a really good coach. And the Pacers run similar things. Carlisle was their coach, and shocker, all the assistants or the top <laughs> at least was Carlisle's assistant and Dan Burke. So, like, well, another thing too is like, it's pretty easy to get a gel with when you know he's gonna cut behind the line. Like he's gonna cut behind the three point line, and then he's gonna cut to another spot behind the three point line, and then guess what he's gonna do next? He's gonna cut to another spot behind the three point line. Uh, it's a, it's a good player. He's good at doing his job. So here's, here's, here's how you keep Matthews. You find a way to dump McDermott and put him there. <laughs> Just curious. Huh? Would you rather have Matthews or McDermott? Oh, Matthews, 100%. Right? And if they're the same, I mean, usually the three, that's what McDermott makes, roughly. Yeah. Man. Yep. So you, you could figure that out, right? You could find a way to, could you sign and trade for Matthews or like you could flip McDermott in a second for Matthews on a sign and trade move or you can't you can't that. sign and trade for Matthews. Right, but you could figure out, a, the problem is, is that, well, they'll be under the cap still with, Probably even if they go after and get a big name guy. Matthews cap holds a joke. It's a minimum. So like if they want to, I mean, it doesn't matter why they keep it. Never mind. Don't listen to that. But I mean, there's they they have the ways to con, con, conceivably bring him back. Oh, something I'm like right. The idea is they're going to use their cap space to bring in guys. Right. That's the yeah big name. But if they throw McDermott into a trade like that too, because that needs it to keep Matthews. Like that could be the possible scenario. Yeah. Or like. I don't know. I mean, you'd be really hoping, acting on goodwill here, but like if you give the Matthews the room exception, then he has early bird the following year and you can give him up to like 10 million. Um, so if you just tell him like, Hey, plot around here and we'll pay you the last two years. I don't. I think, I think at 32, he wants a guaranteed deal. I know I'm with you there. I don't think but I don't know. Maybe he's going to get three years because he's too old. They're going to get two, maybe it's two years from somebody. Yeah. that I don't know. That's why I said three for 20 because if he gets shorter deal, he'll get more money. But yeah, okay. Two for 18 or two for 16. Yeah, exactly. Like, what did Joe Harris get last year? That two for six. It's exactly the JJ Reddick situation from this. Well, year. JJ makes like he's worse. <laughs> yeah, Reddick makes what fifteen this year or twelve this year? Uh, something like that. Right, he made half. Yeah. like twenty-five last year, right, or twenty something at least. Yeah, they really wanted to get him in there. Well, they wanted he used all their cap space up. That was like they wanted they wanted to get his number and they got it. Yeah. So. Good move. 
I don't know. I, I have liked him though. I mean, I I, I still don't know why they signed him. Now, if he, they've signed him in the off season, then I understand why they brought him in. But overall, I did liked him. I mean, he's definitely helped this team win games. And that's eventually we're gonna have to uh, talk about Bojan being like a twenty-two point a game score. <laughs> I mean, do you want to do it now or do you want to wait? Uh, how long do we have before we preview three games? Well, we've only gone about 20 minutes. Oh, you're right. We started way later than we said. We, we started uh, later. <laughs> the schedule, which is. Yeah, I uh, I was I forget why I was looking. I think it was since Vixinger was looking up the shots and I saw he's averaging 21.4 points per game since then. I was like, wow. And then he had 25 tonight. So he's probably close to 22. Now. I mean, that is an insane transformation. So is that is he the like the example of just when you need a guy to take shots, you have a guy to take shots and he's absorbed them. Like, is this a sustainable long-term thing? Is it good stats, bad team kind of thing? Like, oh come on! I'm just, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm sorry. They want eight of ten. They just want eight of ten. No, but you know what I mean by that. Like, he's just—is he just kind of like doing this because he's the replacement? Where like, if you really build an offense around him, a defense would figure out how to adjust to it. And I understand and like your sentiment, but I, I, I think twenty-two points is too high to use that. You know, that's a lot of points. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up his right. You have a since Memphis, it's twenty point two. Wow, holy crap! 50, 40, 70. Got to got you better free throws. Yeah, he went over four from the line though. He went six for six tonight though, so that's gonna go up. I know, but he's got to be shooting like ninety. I mean, for a guy who can nail three at his rate, why can't he shoot? Free I know, throws? I know, he killed me. And then in the clutch, it's like all Darren Carlson all of a sudden. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's been it's like it was funny because Kravitz, uh, and I forget what game it was. Kravitz asked Nate like. Hey, like what's what's gone different for Boyan? And he said, uh, nothing's really changed for him. We're just calling more sets for him. I was like, that's a change, <laughs> right? So, that, <laughs> that counts. So I- I- am I crazy to think that like next year he's gonna become like the Kings big name free agent? <laughs> no, I don't think he's gonna go to the Kings. I don't know. They want to put I have the, a team like, in mind that I think is gonna sign him for too much money, but it's not the Kings. Who is going to give us too much money? The Pacers or somebody uh, else? Well, the Pacers are on there, but I think the answer for me is going to be the, uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, what well, a pop guy! What well, a pop if guy! If the Spurs offer a lot of money, you have to magically feel like they know something, right? I know, I know. I feel like, what they do. like three years, sixty to the Kings. That sounds like a move to uh, me. Jesus, <laughs> I hope the Kings don't do that. They uh, want to win real bad. They were ready to give up stuff for Otto Porter. So they got a lot of young players. They it would not shock me. Man, if they had both Bogdanoviches, that'd be crazy. Right? They kind of need a three, four kind of player, right? They'd have to, you know, because B O Bogdanovich wouldn't be distinctive enough on the back of the shirt. It'd have to be B O G and B O J. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be crazy. <laughs> what has ever happened in the NBA? I don't think. No way that's happened before. What? I wonder how the longest they've had to go is. What number is the other Bogdan? Is he? He's eight. He's eight. Yeah. Uh, he's like 45 or also 44. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he'll change his number right when the trade happens to screw him over. Like one is 44 and one's like 99. They look really similar or something <laughs> oh like that. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, they don't look that similar. So I think, I think it'd be okay. But yeah, they're, they just, <laughs> the last names. Yeah. I, I have been, I was asked by Marine a couple of times, are they brothers? No, they're not related. NBA.com just did their weekly power rankings and they put that uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich is killing it for the Pacers. I was like, ooh, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. No, what did I heard on um, Bill Simmons' that's- podcast him say, Oh, the sneaky, you know, Kings League Pass fans on Twitter call him Bog- Bogey. I'm thinking, no, they don't. That's no, what they don't. fans call him. <laughs> Wrong, call team. The other Wrong team. Wrong team. Wrong team. Because that's what uh, that's that's probably a, like a Quinn nickname. Really, that's probably started that. Bogey. Bogey's predating the Pacers. 
Oh, okay. It is that. that yeah, I, they call them out in the Wizards too. Okay, and I'm assuming I, in that song. The first person I heard saying the Pacers world was Quinn on TV. Yeah, yes, that Quinn's is. always the first in the nicknames. Quinn is the king of the nicknames. He, he is. He's the first one I heard to then call him, call him Domas instead of Domantis or like or or, or Sabo something like that. Yeah, he calls him yeah. Domas because he knows because he talks to them probably more. He probably gets a lot of Domas is just because Domantis is like. I know. I, I understand, but that's yeah. yeah. He's the first person I heard call call him that in a game. Like I didn't realize yeah. people called him. That's probably good. The team thing. You know, everybody on the team calls him that. And right. Quinn goes around the team because he's the team play by the guy. Team color. Yeah. Did a good job tonight. Uh, do you got anything else from the games, or should we try to preview this, this game? game in particular, or just the end of the past three games? Uh, yeah. Last thing. Uh, Sabonis injury. We don't have it. as recording. We have no clarity. Like yeah, that. I saw Jim Michael's tweet that said he had it was pretty heavily wrapped. Oh, I, I think that's row. I believe that's what Jim Michael tweeted. I mean, let me pull it up. Jay Michael says a bonus has sprained left ankle that's heavily wrapped, walking unassisted, but says he'll see tomorrow how it feels. I'd find it surprising if he practiced. Um, if you would like to feel better about this game, one of the smartest basketball minds in the world, Zach Lowe, just said. Probably had month-long stretches with Gaudier stats, but Andre Drummond has never played better all-around basketball than he has the last few weeks. I don't. I mean, I don't know. This again. The Pistons losing the Pistons is not that big of a deal. I mean, I don't. They're eight of nine. They're killing it right now. Yeah, and it's just it's not like a red flag because it's a they played them pretty close. Yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, it probably was more like a ten-point game than a four-point game, realistically, the way the game felt. But they played them close. It's a division team at home, like. I don't know these three and four nights. It happens. Like it's not like it's not like when they lost four in a row earlier. Where it's like, oh, is this team heading to like? I think that like that the, the dramatic flare of the game made it worse than it was. They yeah. just they just were worse. They lost. Yeah, they just lost this game. Yeah. I mean, like when they lost four in a row earlier, I was like, are they heading towards like a five and thirty stretch where that was concerning? But now it's it's a loss. It, this is like uh like the Lakers lost in L.A. You're just like, yeah, they played fine, but their team played better. Okay. Yeah, you don't have your best yeah. player, and yep. you know it's. It, Again, I said they lose Detroit every year. I mean, it's just <laughs> you do. It's what happens. It's somewhere in the NBA CBA. It says the Pacers have to lose to the Pistons at least once a year. <laughs> I think you have to lose to a team in your division once a year each yeah. time. Unless, no you're one... the Unless you're the Bucks. The Bucks no. have only one division losses that Pacers game. Really? I did not really. Yeah. They're insanely good, though. Pacers have lost what? Twice? Well, they lost twice to the Bucks. Cavs, Bucks, Bucks, Pistons. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the other team in the division? Blanking on it. The kid, the Bulls, the Bulls, the garbage. The Bulls suck. Yeah, they'll finally lose the Bulls game. They already won in Chicago twice, so they have one left, right? Probably sweep the Bulls. Oh, you say that now. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. That last game was crazy, though. Uh, All right, let's preview other games. Yeah, let's take a break and then we'll preview this week's games. All right, welcome back into the Locked On Pacers podcast. The Pacers have three games this week. Uh, First is a Wednesday night matchup against the Dallas Mavericks. Tony, do you have stats? I was so close, and then I tried to type in other teams, but I'll have it up while I'm finishing the sentence. So well, I've got the stats. Not, I got it in front of me. Okay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. It, they have offensive rating of 108.9. That's 20th in the NBA. Defensive rating of 109.4, 13th in the NBA. They are 11th in points allowed, 21st in point scores, and 18th in pace with a, with a record of 26-33, 13th in the West, but an expected win – Loss of 29 and 30, which means they're probably playing under, they're underperforming. They are, I'd say, as good as the Pacers, maybe a little worse right now. Um, they're a little worse right now. I wouldn't probably I mean, a little worse. 
Luca Mania is a blast, though, so I look forward to this game. So uh, is he going to play? Is the question he was questionable? Yeah, I was going to say he's been questionable, hasn't he? Is he? Did he play tonight? Or is he playing right now? I can probably. Uh, they are playing right now. Let me look at the box score real Great quick. Question. Um. Ooh, we're gonna get yelled at for not being prepared, Adam. No, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> he is playing. <laughs> he right is now. playing. He is playing. Um. Yeah, in LA. So. Yeah, he will probably end up playing, and he will end up probably playing. <laughs> Unless they don't have a back-to-back, which we all of us should probably should have looked up before this They show. do not. They do not. They're playing right now. They don't play three and four nights. Come on, Adam. Oh, yeah. Duh. The Patriots play back-to-back on the Thursday. <laughs> yeah, that makes You're sense. Better right. than that. You're better than that. I just um, – all right. All right. <laughs> all right. What are we going to make your point? <laughs> yeah, the Mavs uh, – yeah, it's crazy that they're so heavily led by this rookie. Like, now their second-best player after their big trade is, is Tim Hardaway. And Tim Hardaway is good. He's he's fine. I don't think he's good. A lot of people think he's good. He's a fine NBA player, but he should not be your second best player. So, uh, well, he won't got, be. They got worse to get Porzingis, and that'll help him in the long term. But it, right now, eh. well, they don't care about this year because they want to keep their pick, right? I mean, it's tough. they're not going to get it. They're not going to get top five. I mean, I guess the lottery being different, maybe, but I don't Probably think the six seventh most record in the NBA right now. Yeah, they're close to it. Yeah, they're be close I, don't, to I it. don't think they're actively trying to keep it though. Yeah, I guess you're. Right. I mean, they. Took on Tim Hardaway because their second best player is going to be Christos Porzingis. They took on Tim Hardaway to get Porzingis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know Porzingis said he's not going to sign the qualifying offer, but what I think Zach Wilson on his Zach podcast. Said, yeah, I agree with Zach. There's no way he's not. Getting I mean, yeah, if you get offered four years, 120 or whatever, that it was, uh, what's the max you'd get a rookie? Five years, 130? No, he, oh, yeah, he could get five with them. Uh, he could get like five for 160 or something. Crazy. <laughs> I thought I'd give a guy anyways who just kind of makes the <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah, it's risky. I don't know how you turn that down versus like three million dollars. When they blue balled their own Noel, let's see if they do that again. Yeah, it'd be really ballsy for him to do that. I don't know. If I don't, yeah, I don't think they would. One hundred and sixty million dollars is like enough money that like your entire family. I say it's a lot. It's like just <laughs> set for like nine generations. I yeah. mean, your your kids, kids, kids don't have to work in their life if you have that kind of money. So. I know. I believe. Yeah, it's a trade for them. I mean, they could be really good in the future, but this year they got substantially worse. Um, gave up Wes Matthews in that deal, ironically. Uh, and DeAndre, so two starters, and then they shipped out Harrison Barnes the same day. Uh, so they got a lot worse to build around Doncic for the future, which is the right play. But now they're just not as good. I, I don't, I don't know why. I feel like they're going to win the lottery. They end up with a Luca, Kristaps, <laughs> Zion Williamson trio. Oh they're going to probably end up being it's gonna be the next dynasty. That's that'd be that would that'd be my, probably my third favorite Zion destination. And that'd be crazy because the Knicks traded Kristaps to get Zion possibly in the tank. <laughs> To the other team, trade him too. I think my favorite Zion destination is the Hawks. Trey Young, John Collins, and Zion, and Herder even. Atlanta, man. I don't want to go to basketball city. That would be sick. They have a history of basketball there. It's the last podcast. They don't. No. We did this on a previous podcast. I know we did. We talked about it for. I know. I I don't agree with you, but that's okay. Um, Uh, I want them to get Zion, man. It is what it is. Yeah. I think matchup wise, um, who can score besides Luca and Tim Hardaway? Yeah, and I was saying, <laughs> question will be defensively. I guess they're going to put Wes Matthews on Luca, which maybe he's knows something because he's been playing him in practice a lot, and that could be helpful. Um, but I mean, that's where the defensive wise. I mean, this assuming Turner is getting closer to 100, percent it should be a nice game for him. It's a bonus well, in Dallas. Gonna, if Sabonis play, play, plays, he won't. Really not going to play, so it should be good for him. And maybe Oakland can have a decent game too, actually. Yeah. Uh, Turner in his hometown. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. I'm doubt. So he'll be 
stepping up ready to go for that. They did uh, lose Matt actually have a good bench, though. Somehow Rick Carla throws together these r- random five players he finds in the streets, and they can have a positive net rating. Yeah, so. I think that's a sign of good coach. You have a good bench because you can kind of train it, I guess. Maybe the right word to say it. It's insane how good he gets, like, J.J. Barea and me yeah, and <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> Pop's the same way. Pop's really good at like, creating. Pop is really good at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Bands are playing right now. They have 22 points as the first is is winding down. Let me tell you who their their third leading scorer is because I don't think. Oh, Dwight Powell uh, with seven points. Dwight Second, Powell. Or the third leading scorer is Hardaway with four. Yeah, they are. They, yuck, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Are they actually starting Dirk? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he played nine minutes in the first. Their roster is uh, not looking great right now. Yeah. This is a disservice to Corneli. Give Indy Native Corneli more playing time. I don't know. This, <laughs> they, I, I, they should win this game. I don't know. You, it, that you win. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he didn't play that well last time they played. He got that tech. Did he get ejected or he get a tech? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, he kicked the ball in the stands. I think he got ejected. He got two techs. Um, that was his worst career game. So maybe he'll come out with some fire. But uh, yeah, if you stop him, you win. You just win. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I just, I mean, I don't know if you actually have to stop him, per se. You know what I mean? You just have to kind of hold him in check, might be the right word, and then just not let anybody else kind of destroy, not let Tim Hardaway someone get thirty points or some crazy BS like that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Tim Hardaway does have a tendency to go off sometimes. He does. Yeah, he does. I'm just, I'm just not worried. I don't know why. Like the Mavs beat him last year in Dallas, and they shouldn't have. And I just sneaky. Doug McDermott revenge game. <laughs> That's true. And Wes Matthews pissed yeah, off. Him. Pissed off. Oh man, big time. Big. The roots are deep, baby. Yeah. Is there, is there any more, or is there just the three? That, that's it, right? I can't think of anybody else who went. Kyle Quinn was not a man. Never mind. Yeah, but then there's a lot of connection between the teams because there's Rick Carlisle used to be the Pacers coach. Miles Turner's from Dallas. Yeah. Um, play. Yeah, I think that's it. There's a lot though. Yeah, it's a lot of intertwined. They're very, they're very intertwined franchise. You got Mark Cuban. Why do I feel like Kyle Quinn played there? He didn't, but it, I don't know why you feel that way. Thank you for answering in that way. <laughs> um, I guess if, assuming O'Quinn plays, we're gonna. He's not gonna start because that was that was he started in Turner's place. But I guess how do, how does he succeed with the bench? Does he have? Can they f- run pick and rolls with? I guess I he, he actually probably fills in better if Sabonis back yeah, up. Yeah, he, he plays the Sabonis role better in the Turner role. Um, yeah, I run some of the same stuff. So maybe that'll work out. I yeah. was cracking up in the Wizards game, first possession. Kyle Quinn takes a, a 21-footer with his feet on the line. I was like, damn it. And then he switched it, and I was less mad. But I was like, what was that? <laughs> I think it was like, I haven't played in a while. Big minutes. <laughs> I hit this, I'm playing the rest of the season. I'm missing. I'm, I'm not that game? Out. Remember the first game against the Pistons when he hit that layup with one second left in the locker room? He was like getting those per 36s up. <laughs> See, and that's why it's valuable to go to the games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's a funny dude. He got his jersey retired at uh, Norfolk State last week. I didn't know. Oh, that. that's cool. I mean, yeah. he's an NBA player. He's going to be a good he's, he's a good player. He'll be around for at least five more years, I feel like. Yeah. I guess the, so the bench was pretty bad against him. Outside of bonus against the Pistons. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Looking oh, at yeah. mine, like three of 10, or no, three of 15 starting on Tyreekson. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Tyreek is sucking the last two games. One for yeah, but then you'll get the way they put against the Wizards. I mean, that's, that's, what have a bad bench. So that's part of it. But see, Tyreek is funny because Mike Prada tweeted this season, what would you rather have? A guy who, 
for a three-game stretch, one game he makes all six of his shots, the other two games he misses all six. Or a guy who shoots two for six every game. Two for six every game. I think I would take that too. But Tyreek is the other guy. Tyreek is the guy who's going six for six one game and then 0 for six the other two games. You don't have the issue of the tantalizingness of a guy who can go six for six every game. <laughs> I know. You never know what you're going to get with Tyreek. Another rough game against the Pistons. Tonight. Yeah. All right, you want that was to... a fun hypothetical question. Uh, I think they beat the Mavs. It's going to be close, but I think they win. So we both probably agree Butchers or butchers, Luka Doncic. Luka done. No other, I mean, the only other maybe answer I'll hear is, is uh, oh, my God. I said his name. Tim Hardaway. But Yeah. So I think my X factor is probably Turner. Who is your X? I mean, I said it kind of why. What's your X factor? Uh, or Wes. Playing Dion Luka. I mean. Okay, so we talked about that a little bit right too. There. But, I mean, yeah, playing defense. Like, you, you slow them down. They, they don't have a very good defense. You Like you said. Like, it's like average, you said, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think you had a chance. It's worse after the trade than it was before, and it's still like the average. So yeah, I think yeah. you have a you shut them down, you win. They're thirteen and D, so right on the average mark. Thirteen on D, and that's factoring in games with DeAndre and West. So I know we're terrible at this, and we always screw it up. But win or loss for the Pacers. Win. W. I agree. I agree. Win. Win. Indiana Pacers, baby. So I want to say there was there was a tweet you talked about on we talked on the show that I hadn't seen, like it's probably like three or four weeks old now, but the turmoil Ooh. and I, and I hadn't realized I, I just saw it for the first time probably yesterday because I was doing some search on what I was searching. What? Okay. I was searching tweets for tough schedule tweets. Cause I, I talked about earlier because oh. I, I know what that schedule was. And I saw a tweet where you said, we talked about the schedule and how like all the weird stuff and like basically how we're always wrong about games. Essentially. <laughs> we, you know, like, we are. It's like Adam and I talked about this, and we're always wrong. We're wrong about this game and this game and this game. And I just I can't believe people listen to us, dude. We're always wrong. It's, I mean, we're always wrong. Getting people we're wrong. Just keep going up. The more have we thrown to a break yet? Uh, we've done one break. Let's do another game and we'll do a break after that one. Okay. All right. All oh, right, I mean, man. You want people to come back for the last segment of the Magic? Or should we do one now? So they come back for Timberwolves. No, we'll do some fun after Magic stuff that we always do. <laughs> okay. So let's do Timberwolves. <laughs> I've got I got the numbers up. They're eleventh okay. in offense at one eleven point seven. They're twenty first in defense at one eleven point five. So that's a positive point two net rating. Uh, they are fifteenth in pace at ninety nine point nine. They give up one hundred twelve one hundred yeah one hundred twelve point one points per game and score one hundred twelve point two. Also, they're very very average team. Is Timberwolves teams? They are twenty eight thirty one expected win loss of thirty and twenty nine, which would be fourteenth in the league. They are I guess the definition of average, right? The Minnesota Timberwolves literally, as we speak, just signed a guy to a 10-day contract. Never heard of that guy before. So it <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Cam Reynolds. Uh, my, I have a huge question about this game, Adam. Yes. Uh, is Robert Covington going to play? Because that is how I decide who wins the game. Not if Towns plays or not? Uh, Towns is already playing. He's back. Oh, he is? Okay. He's the, con- the concussion from the, his car accident, correct? Yeah, he played tonight. Okay. Played I didn't realize. Right now, maybe he played tonight. I don't know if it's over or not. Um, he is back already. Covington is awesome. So awesome on D. And like, I know I probably overhyped the dude for being like just good at defense, but yeah, he's played, he just he can't play it in their win against the Kings. They just finished. Yeah. Um, I see that. That's, but yeah, he, Robert Covington tweeted soon today. So uh, they're on a back to back. So I kind of doubt he'd return in this game. Uh, they're in Atlanta the night before too. So a road back to back, that's tough, but Covington doesn't play. I feel, I know towns just, Seems like a kryptonite for this Pacers team, but no Covington. I don't think the Timberwolves have a chance. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm a big Covington guy. Like, I mean, the the Wolves aren't very good. They're average. I mean, yeah, literally, they're, 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 they're as good as the Mavs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah their, their stats say they're average. They're a little better than Mavs. A little bit, tiny bit. Very slightly better than Mavs. Uh, 
I do love how on B-ball ref, Jimmy Butler's a top player on their stat lines because he put <laughs> per game into their Oh, man. I, the pit, the, that, that's what I was going to say because sometimes when, when these games come up, I try to pull up like an old game to see who played well. But like the last time they played, they had Jimmy Butler. You can't take anything away from that game. Like no, It's a totally different um, team. I think it's fair to say that Towns is a really good NBA player. And oh, my God. Yeah. He scored 25 points against the Pacers. But if he does that, they still might not win. So He was an all-star this year, right? Yeah, he's their best player by a mile. Yeah, no, he's he's really good, Tony. He's, he's really good. Maybe not like the best defensive player, but this guy scored thirty four and twenty one tonight. He's a really yeah, good he's, NBA. He's insane, and yeah. he's gonna he, he like what Drummond did plus a little. Like he's gonna eat Turner up. Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait till he leaves the Wolves to go to a good team. But <laughs> he's gonna. Gosh, we're coming up to that point, right? After after Giannis, it's it's Towns. Yeah, I know. That's uh, the next. That's a shame. The cycle, baby. Um, um, I believe last time Josh Kobe killed them too, if I remember right. Okay, oh, um, he's a good player, dude. He's a that, good was, player. that was at the start of his little resurgence. He got picked right before the Pacers, like two picks before the Pacers. I was like, oh, that's, a, eh, I don't know about that, but I'm wrong. He was good. Yeah. So his little streak or whatever of, I guess, well playing NBA games, he got the Pacers, started as Pacers, we had 12 points, and then he had 10, 17, 10, 15 over the next like six games. Good player. Yeah. Last time I, defensively, too, he killed them. Teague back in Indy, always a sneaky choice to play well. Uh, Andrew Wiggins puts up 40 on occasion. Uh, you know, they just have like a lot of guys who have, have burst potential. Derrick Rose obviously has burst potential too. Was it, was it Lou Williams on this team? No, who pours 50 points against the Patriots one time? I do not remember. Oh man, there's a Timberwolves player that like a couple years scored 59 points against the Pacers. 59? That or 56? Oh, I have I'm no idea. That, the Wolves, I have no idea. Oh man, now this is gonna you keep keep talking, Tony. You got, <laughs> I want to figure it out too. I don't have any idea who you're talking about, but to me, the Timberwolves are cat and a bunch of other dudes because uh, I mean they have a lot of guys. So like I just said, can go and be streaky and be good on any given night. But like, like oh, it was, it was Mo Williams? Oh, fifty-two look like yeah, mighty Mo, mighty Mo. Uh, uh, so that's what like, Wayne can do that kind of. Where he can just have like a random forty-five point game. I remember when Mo Williams got waived and then claimed and then waived and then claimed by the same two teams trying to meet the salary floor over and over. That was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like if Covington doesn't play, they don't have any good wing defenders or point guard defenders or really any post defenders. So um, does, they probably still they probably still still should win, right? If Covington doesn't play, the best defender is Taj Gibson, and he is slow. So yeah, the Pacers should win. They should yeah. definitely. And they're, I mean, back to back for both teams. So that's no negative, no positive for either road, team. Well, road for the Timberwolves, though. So I that, guess traveling, though. You're right. I mean, I where, right. where isn't it? Yes, they wrote for the Pacers, too. Yeah, I was going to say they're both traveling. Doesn't matter. I take where, it. Where are they traveling from home to Pacers? Or Atlanta. So they Pacers, actually close, Pacers close. Actually have a better time zone thing here because they're gaining an hour. That's no, but they're playing later. Oh yeah, damn. They're really not. They're playing. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Curse you time zone. If they were coming the other if they were in the, the central time zone playing the east, they would have gained an hour, but they're not. Yeah. Silly. Actually, they, they, they play at eight, what, seven thirty Eastern? So they actually and they start again at seven or eight thirty Eastern and they start at seven again. So. In an hour, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well no, they, nothing to me, Adam. They gain an hour. Yeah, but they start also the hour. They get it's like a twenty. Adam, 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 I, I hear you loud and clear. They gain an hour. I'm pumped. What? I'm so <laughs> it's a 22 and a half hour turnaround. Is what I'm trying Adam, to say. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. They gain an hour. 
<laughs> I don't think you quite understand what I'm trying to tell you right now. <laughs> I really, I really have no idea. To joke or what? Not with you. Ten twenty at night is way over my head right now. Oh, I'm, on, I'm on such a time. By the way, I get uh, an hour. Okay, so back to this game. My, <laughs> um. My X factor is going to be Bojan because if Covington doesn't play, like I've said 6,000 times, Wiggins is an okay defender, but he's their best wing defender. And if he can't contain Bojan, I don't think they're going to be able to stop the Pacers very well. I I agree with that. Um, I guess Butcher, right? Butcher's definitely town. Town's done. Pacers side. I, I don't want to say Miles Turner again, so <laughs> – is it Bojan, I guess, right? I'm assuming. Honorable mention, Corey Joseph, Garden Derrick Rose. Yeah. I would say it's Bojan, though, right? I agree. I'm with you. He could have a nice little night of 25 or 30 points. Yep. And like you said, he's on this streak where he's working his way towards a $60 million contract. Yeah, he's not going to give that up. <laughs> That's going to be wild. If he gets three for 60, it's going to be crazy. But I don't uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even want that. I know, but the way he's playing, man, who knows? Um, they win or lose this game? Win, but by less than I want them to. Okay, that's fair. I think they – If the Timberwolves were on a back-to-back, I'd pick I'd pick. I think they lose this game. I don't know. I just have a feeling. I feel like they lose one of the mad Timberwolves games. If this is the one walking to lose, it's a better team, I guess. Fair. And All right, break time. Yeah, let's take a quick break, and then we will come back with our last segment. All right, welcome back in. So the Patriots play one more game this week. They give them to Magic on Saturday. Tony, do you have the stats up? I do. Right, you can read they, kick off, they kick off their incredibly hard March schedule with the incredibly good Orlando Magic. Uh, I hate you right now more than like, <laughs> anything. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up. The Magic, the Orlando Magic have won six out of seven. Okay, so, so they're a good team. So, yeah, we, we cannot we cannot kick the Orlando Magic. Yep. Curb, but Anybody can win six out of seven games if you play the right six teams. 20, that's fair. 28 and 33 Orlando Magic are 23rd in offense, 9th in defense, 26th in pace. They're giving up uh, the sixth most points per game um, while scoring the 24th most. So, basically, uh, their defense looks good because they play pretty slow. <laughs> they're, they're creeping up to that uh, eight seed. They can, they can break it. Yeah, only- they're right there. The Hornets got, or is it? Uh, is it the uh, half came on the Hornets? They're right there. They're right there. That'd be awesome for them. Crazy stat: Hornets are eight and twenty-one on the road. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't make the playoffs. It can't make can't make the playoffs over this Magic team. Actually, the opposite: twenty-one and none on the, on the road. Um, yeah, this Magic team is. They should beat them. They've lost them before, though. So I don't know. They lost on that the, the bonus. That was a game he went like 0 for 9 or 1 for 9 or something yeah, crazy. He's not playing this time. That's even worse. Um, game without Oladipo, third game. No, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. That was a, so this game was like the third time that's a bonus. Or not a bonus, without Oladipo, right? Second or third yep. time? Uh, Fourth. It was the last game of the four-game oh, Okay. Yep. It was the last game. They almost had it. Uh, they were winning in the third quarter in this one. Right, this um, is where Terrence Ross just destroyed them. Terrence Ross had like 30, yeah, something crazy. Uh, yeah, the Magic are okay. <laughs> they play a lot of okay this week. Uh, led by yeah, they, yeah, they play three. They play three okay teams, which is they should go normal pace teams go three and one. If they go two and one, that's success. Yep. Uh, Vooch is really good. Terrence Ross, we saw, is really good. They have a lot of guys who can do like certain skills pretty well um, below those two guys. So they're fine. Um, I don't know where they're like so threatening. Maybe on the glass, they've got some good rebounders, but 
they don't do anything so well that I'm like, oh no, the ma- the magic. <laughs> no, you just have the the random Taron Ross game kills you, or like I'm trying to think, the random Vucevic game, or the random I'm trying to think who else could really do anything that crazy. The Magic they, block a lot of shots, and uh, they do not give up very many offensive rebounds. Other than that, they just kind of middle around at a lot. Yeah, of- I mean, the Pacers should win this game, whether Sabonis plays or not. They they are the they have a better starting five, even without Sabonis. Know. They do. No, they've got a bench without Sabonis. You mean? Well, no, I mean they have a better starting five, and their bench is as good without Sabonis. What I was trying to say. Yes, yes, I'm 100 percent with you. Mo Bamba not playing. He actually was pretty effective. Uh, last time they played, uh, you know, defending the paint, he's a pretty good blocks player. I don't even know who their backup center is now. I think it's Ken Birch. Uh, if you can name, tell me anything about Ken Birch. Um, you know me, the back bench guys in most NBA teams, I can barely name. I can barely Ken name Birch. one. TCU, TCU, Ken Birch there. You can't tell me TJ Lee doesn't deserve another year of Ken Birch in the NBA, Adam. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not with this Pacer team. Go play for the Magic. <laughs> no. Go play, play for the Magic. Yeah, when they when they get Terrence Ross for uh, TJ Lee. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just Vooch is really good this series. He can shoot, he can rebound, he can defend okay. Uh, other than that, they're kind of just like a bunch of guys who can do some stuff. Pretty, well. I can see it now, Tony. The TJ Leaf and Markel Fultz resurgence, <laughs> the pick and pop, all of a sudden become teammates in the NBA. They're gonna be facing off with the the Zion Luca Mavs in the yeah. finals <laughs> yeah. in a yeah. while. <laughs> um. Is there any money would you pay to watch TJ leave Duncan Porzingis in the finals? A lot. How far? <laughs> how far would the NBA have come to have that? So, so like it, for those of you who made it this far in the episode, congratulations on hearing <laughs> me say that sentence. <laughs> so uh, here's the question: If there's in you know in the alternative universe world, how many universes are there a world where that happens? Like one, <laughs> right? I have a million worlds TJ leave. Right, this is awful. I don't want to answer that world where Steph Curry's never born and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry, LeBron, Kevin Durant. Just Every other that. NBA player breaks their leg that season in this alternate universe. Yeah, or like there's like a weird flu that kills every NBA player and <laughs> just standing next to Porzingis. Um, <laughs> what I was going to ask that was more important: Do you think there's a way without Sabonis that they figure out? How to play somebody else at center, play Spad some center minutes, something like that, and maybe give um sign up Quinn to get creative. I feel right? like I'm trying to think because there a way to get holiday some minutes, is what I was thinking. Oh, oh but there's <laughs> not, right? I mean, like so, any other player is hurt, there's a way. I mean, any other non-center, there's a way, right? Dad gets hurt, you can figure that, out. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe five minutes if you play Thad at center and then scoot McDermott up, but that's it. Really, like even if Thad got hurt, you could probably figure out a way to get holiday minutes because you could move some guys. But pretty like, much any non-center gets hurt, you can find a way. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I just I think he needs some minutes, but that's just me out here. It is just you. That's okay. Uh, well, you're on TJ Leaf bandwagon, so we both have our I own I am thing. not on TJ Leaf bandwagon. I don't know what has happened where I just say he doesn't suck and everyone's like, you're carrying the torch of TJ Leaf. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. just, just, just accept it. That's the thing. You just got to accept it. He sucked we'll be- last year. He really sucked in this Pistons game. But he has, he-, had, he has had games this season where he has not sucked. And for him, that is a big jump. So you are carrying the torch. That's what you're telling me right now. How is that carrying the torch? I'm not saying nice things. I'm just not saying mean things. And apparently that is the torch. What did, uh, 
Gary said something about TD Leaf. If like bench hashtag bench TD Leaf some stuff. Somewhere my that. kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Herbst, is saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I have a podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Not before podcasts were invented, Tony. You were not much school when there weren't podcasts. <laughs> she did not anticipate me being in front of this microphone right now. Well, she didn't anticipate podcasts where you could list anything you want about anybody you want without any precaution. This has been a way better Orlando Magic segment than I anticipated from us. We got TJ Leaf dunking on Porzingis. And That's been one of our more, more interesting my podcasts. You got a shout out. This has been great. <laughs> um, so Who are you afraid of besides Vucevic doing well? Uh, and Terrence Ross doing well in this game. I think that's it. I mean, oh, I, I would think maybe August has a crazy three-point game where he hits like five or six. Revenge game. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they traded away their like third best wing for Markel Fultz. So uh they're even worse on the bench now. Like they're just not there. They bench Jerry and Grant finally because he stinks. Isaiah Briscoe's their backup point guard now, so uh, they just—they're not very good. Yeah, win or loss for the Pacers, you think? <sighs> I had to pick one loss. Like I—I I agree with you that that they're gonna go two and one, but I just picked them to win the first two, so I have to pick this loss. Even it, I think it, you know what? It, I, I might want to walk that back. It does feel like the kind of thing where they'll win all three because they do weird, weirdly do that sometimes. Where they just win three games, so like weirdly. A 40 well, 22 doing good is weird, guys. Well, they, I mean, without Oladipo, that's my point. I understand. Where they take care of is even without him. That's why it feels weird. With Oladipo, yeah. with Oladipo uh, they probably uh, have a row. They, uh, yeah, they'll win. I mean, they beat the Magic going pretty handily last time they played. So, weird thought. If Oladipo had been healthy this entire year, do, are, they, are they like a 45 and 15 team right now? Yeah, pretty close. Maybe Detroit, Milwaukee. They're, they probably they win. Not. They win at Sacramento. They win at Lakers. They probably win this game they just played. Uh, they probably win the home Bucks game. Um, so, like, isn't that the best argument for this team? Right back in next year, isn't that the best? The no, best. Be super good next year. What? What? What do you they say? They should be super good next year. I know, but isn't that the best argument? They should just run it back essentially and maybe tweak it tiny bits, but just basically run back subtraction. I mean, they're you low kind of like the Raptors have been. They're kind of what the Raptors were. The Raptors were three years ago where they're just starting to have like a lot of just good players and just yep. combination of young guys. And, and then they'll better. finally cash in for the one chip one year. That's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, their biggest problem is they haven't had – they've made the playoffs now three straight years but have had no – four straight years now, right? They need their Pascal pick to happen. <laughs> they just have had no playoff success. That's the biggest problem. They've only been in the playoffs. They've only had one year with this. I think the last three years you've taken the whole. The whole. Oh, that's a different era than I was thinking. Of. I know it's a different era, but like if they had made a second round in one of the two of those years, it would be like a whole different scenario. Like, oh, this team is like one of the best eight teams in the league every year. Well, cannot can't shoot a three in three seconds, so that's where we're at. How about Oladipo not playing the entire second half of Game Seven last year. He he played like the whole thing besides like three minutes. LeBron cramped and they somehow lost the minutes. <laughs> remember, remember this. They LeBron cramped the first three minutes of that fourth quarter and somehow they went from down oh, down two to down eleven in that span. That does uh, not make sense. If you played Olipo, you would have probably been up by five. What a brutal game. I don't want to rehash those because I'm still pissed about it. Brutal. I need to watch those again. I, I don't I need to watch them. games are a good way to get a barometer of what your problems are. I, need I don't need to watch them. I can pretty much describe every game and what happened. <laughs> I've seen I mean, them all twice, and I want to watch them again. All right. I mean, I bet I can do it all in my head. I mean, like, first game, they just – Oladipo goes crazy, and they, they knock him out with a bunch of crazy amount of threes. I believe you. Game two, I don't really remember. Game three, I remember that was the Bojan game where he just went crazy. Game four, they just couldn't score a basket the last, like, two minutes. 
Game five, Old Depot should have won the game on his layup. Game six, they blew him out again. And then game seven, they should have played the second half. That's that's the story, man. I'm going to create a Twitter poll. Uh, that is, what would you rather hear? Me talk about uh, TJ Leaf or you do that again? <laughs> Wait, did you just see the tweet we just got? Tweeted That's about 20, 27 seconds ago. Yes, I did. But I don't get what it is. Oh, see, I don't understand. Can he hear us or something? Are we? Are we? I thought I put us on private, but I might have screwed up. Are we on public? Because he he tweeted a second ago uh, at me and, and said something about our money. And I was like, what? Oh, I might not have put us on private for this podcast. Uh-oh, my be. He said all for the money, SMH. Can he hear us? Dom, you can I mean, hear me. If you can hear me, let me know. This is going to go up anyway. So. Dom, I must right, know. Right, this is, right. this is the, how, how did you find this YouTube channel, Dom? Well, he, did, no, he did. When I when I, he found my YouTube channel and subscribed to it, I just told him I don't usually have the podcast. <laughs> he he hasn't found, I don't think he's found mine yet. I think he's only found yours. Right, I no put, way. We're doing our first live show ever right now. This is crazy. Oh, I Twitter notification right there. <laughs> he said, LOL. Control. Tony is just taking over. What the heck? This is blowing my mind. I had no idea he could hear us this whole time. Tony's the captain now, guys. <laughs> All right. He was great. I'm sorry. No one cares about this, Madame, but this is cracking me up. How much do an hour? What are you writing this week? <laughs> uh, I want to write about the defense without Turner. Um, probably more about Wesley Matthews first couple games, probably some stuff about Boyan scoring really well. Uh, that's all I'm looking at so far. All right. I think I'm have an article that's going to be posted. Hopefully, I don't know tomorrow or it used to be today. It was this podcast or the, the next day after that. So tomorrow of this podcast, um, about Thaddeus young, who I still think it's weird. He's still not written bad enough. I feel like. Yeah, he's he not you and me and like, People who really watch games respect that a lot, but I don't think he gets written about enough or talked about enough in like any of the mainstream pacer stuff. But there's really that many mainstream pacer outlets anyway, so I guess we are we are the mainstream pacer outlet, really, aren't we? <laughs> I guess. But I feel like I feel like you I and don't me like that. <laughs> you respect him as game, but I feel like it's not always. You know, he's not being talked about the way Miles is constantly talked about. Let's put it I mean, way. I'm uh, I'm beaten that he's the best player on this team right now, Drum. I have. Oh, I, I understand that, but I mean, I I just it feels like. When you just see like random pace articles, you don't see anything about that. It's always or pace tweets always about Turner this or Sabonis that or whatever. Yeah, I'll give a big shout to the uh, to Matt Moore today for tweeting about uh, respective best players on defense on teams defensive rating, and he chose uh, Thad Young as the best defensive player. Oh, on the papers. I didn't see that. Maybe I'm now making up my yeah. Dom is definitely able to listen to this right now. <laughs> It's kind of creeped me out, dude. Um, it's not actually creeped me out, but it's funny. I did not know this was a thing. We have to. I, I stopped taking it off of private a while ago when we would record these. Oh, I do it all the time because I just want to keep it to people. We get the play. <laughs> Dang it! I don't, can we sell these? Can we sell entry to the live show? Oh, we could. We could like make. I don't want to make money on people though. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't either. <laughs> Our podcast is good because it's free. Yeah, and it's what's well, free and. <laughs> It's free thought. It's free flowing. Free, free thought. And sometimes no idea where it's going. <laughs> we got in trouble for that from that one guy on Twitter. We in trouble. We just somebody just said. Adam, something. I'm sensitive to people being mean to me. Oh, you are. Yeah, you I'm yelled sorry. at me for this earlier today. <laughs> I yelled for that. And I'm still sensitive about it. I yelled. <laughs> 
I did not yell at you. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, you can follow our podcast at Locked on Pacers. You can follow me at Freedom Adam 5 and Tony at Teased NBA. Um, we will have three more podcasts this week for you guys. I think we're figuring it out because Tony might be a little under the weather, it sounds like. I don't know if you can tell right now, but his voice is a little sick. So we'll either be one Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, one, set, one weekend one. So look, look out for those. We'll get together again next Monday. There are no games on Monday, so it'll be a good time to do a podcast. So look forward to that. That is all for his Locked On Pacers podcast. As always, have a great rest of the day.